0: so we're just ready to go whenever and heck give it a sick sound,
1: wow, the sync sound do, good.
0: do you but want hmm? guess it, does for you. Never mind, it works for me i need it <laughs> okay.
2: okay Love. do you use uh, headphones during no i was gonna say you could use look them.
0: We did it first, but yeah, it looks too impersonal. It, it's not important. Plus, it changes you. the way that you hear everybody entirely. and It gets a little distracting. Right. If yeah, I guess if if everyone had them, then we'd all be talking like yeah. weirdos. Well, you pay much more attention to how loud your voice is and certain things like that. And if Jesse, is notorious from looking away from the mic and keep he keeps talking while he's over here. And, and, right. You know, right. Right. Maybe he wouldn't do that because he realized how bad it sounds. Do you guys write notes? No.
1: Used to, used to, used to have notes
0: for the show. I wrote that? notes. I'm gonna
2: ask you guys questions. Really, you're no. gonna interview us? Oh. Uh, that would've been funny, eh? I pull it like a I big notebook. <laughs> if I was the host, I, w- I might. Every
1: so often, we get on a
0: topic
2: where we're t- we're too casual for the most part. We just yeah, let that's it free like my flow. band. That's why we're a jam band because we're like, well, what if we feel like jamming that day? And like, what are we just gonna be like tight by the book, striking, you know? Yeah. Like, or are we gonna? I'm going to grab more if that's okay. Uh, I guess you should grab it for me since I'm trapped back here. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Is this in the shot? I can take it out if you want. Uh, I guess you got like
0: a sink there. Maybe in the GoPro (laughs) shot, but it doesn't matter. It's a mess anyways. (sighs) (laughs) You got like your palm olive and stuff. Get the hydrogen peroxide next to the tequila for some reason.
1: That
0: is just there because I think it's funny. A little bit. Should put some Tide Pods or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: recording. GoPro's recording.
0: T2I. This mic's still on me? Okay. Is recording. I will be looking at the levels occasionally just to see if it's still going. <laughs> uh, right. Did
2: I have to turn this on or is it already going? No, it's already, already ar- going. Yeah. I guess yeah, you did test. Mm-hmm.
0: did you end up finding the impedance no oh. i'm so su- i am very surprised that they did not stick it could it be like behind directly. there possibly behind the there's tags. usually like a little table yeah i got a, mean like a little specs specs. stuff. even on basic dollar store headphones they see yeah. you stick them on the. no ears. i
2: hear yeah that's weird did you check the book ben? nope
0: Dig through too much oh dang. i know yeah. i could find it quickly though what's the model
2: it is the hd280 pro. HD pro
0: thank you specs uh ooh. 64 ohms so they're heavy duty those that's significantly higher than my Headphones, which basically just means there's more wiring and stuff in it. It doesn't necessarily reflect the quality entirely, but it is a slightly it's durable indicator. Yeah. <laughs> I like the noise. I see. I was back.
2: surprised by how thin these ones were.
0: Wires, but, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they rip and break. I'm just not used to that as a musician. All my wires are at least
2: this thick. Yeah. Full quarter inch jack. Yeah. Okay. <sighs>
1: Let's get into it. Sure. Welcome to a funny thing happened on the way to the podcast. I am Jesse and I am Eric. And we would like to welcome back G. Hi. Hello. How are you?
2: I'm pretty good. Yourself?
1: That's, we're great. <laughs> it's it's hard
0: to feel like we're introducing ourselves when we've been talking for an hour. I know, right. I should note this is later in the day cuz this is the Eric's late edition of the podcast
1: i'm just glad you're here because i don't know what i would have done i don't know if i would have tried to do it myself i was
0: curious if you're gonna try to start without me i I I had
1: i had a time i had a point in time and it was probably like four (laughs) minutes from now where i would have started we would have just went with it that's fair that's fair but no this is better
0: it's good to have you here likewise yeah it's good to be here since we've seen you last you've done some traveling around Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily know where to start with that but i I kind of want to start on the, on the trouble side of it a little bit. You had, you had a van breakdown, which yeah. sounds like a bummer. Well, how oh, about man. instead of
1: going specific? Well, I mean, we can yeah. go specific. I want to
0: talk car troubles. Okay, car yeah.
1: troubles first.
2: All right, well, basically, the van was fine for the whole East Coast stretch. Yeah. And then as soon as we put a trailer on it, Ooh, things okay. went down. What kind of van was this? Just uh Econoline a Econoline E350. It's a big band, big should, band, should yeah, be able yeah. to tow. Yeah. Oh, no, it was definitely able to tow. It was just like, you know, it was getting on the older side. It had already been through, like, a couple other tours um, mm-hmm. with our band and a different band. So,
0: like, it already had the wear and tear, and... I feel like there's stories involved in that. There's probably a lot of, like, hand-me-down touring bands out there. Yeah, definitely. That, like... I assume so, anyways. Unless like... you're, like, you know, up there and can just buy a brand but... new one. But just like
2: legends, like hey,
0: Motley Crue had this fan
2: right back in the right, day right. or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, our trailer <laughs> actually was uh, my son, the Hurricanes' first trailer. Okay. So,
0: so
1: there's another way you can calculate like your seven degrees of separation.
2: Exactly That's right. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, Transmission went or something maybe. Honestly, I'm the wrong person to ask about that. Because I'm just starting to learn about cars, so All that I can me try Who, to help. Who's the out car more. expert? In the, it's not in the, that there's a car expert, but I think Don would be the one that yeah. knows the most because he's, he's got a, life experience. Yeah, 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 he's a bit older, so and he's gone through his own car troubles. But yeah, it was mostly so. As soon as we got to Winnipeg, it broke down, which luckily we had like no gigs for like three or four days, I think. Hmm. So I was just about to ask that.
1: So that's good. Yeah, so it
2: was good. We, you know, um, it was a bummer, obviously, uh, but. We got it fixed in like a day. So then we just like went off and made all the rest of our gigs. And then it kept... Like I remember in... I think it was Langenberg or Langenberg, however you pronounce it, Saskatchewan. uh, This guy comes up to us and he's like, there's a giant puddle of like transmission fluid underneath your van. We're like... And like literally we're in the middle of nowhere. So like we're like, you know, we got to go to our next gig tomorrow. Uh So we got to start driving like right away. So we had no time to like put it in a thing. We're basically... That was before it broke down. No, this was after it broke broke down. down. So So after
1: after it broke down, but after you got it
2: fixed. Yeah, after we got it fixed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like now we're in now we're in the prairies. (laughs) Like we're past Winnipeg, you know, and this happens. So we're like, oh my god. So it was like this impending thing because every time we get to a new city, we'd get there in the evening, and you know shops are closed. (laughs) So like there's no bringing it to a shop. Nope. And then you know you wake up and like we gotta go. Like, we didn't know which gig was going to be the one we had to cancel, basically, right? So, like, we're just, like... And it was a stressful thing. There was always this, like... It was hanging over us the whole time, even when we are just, like, relaxing, eating a sandwich on the side of the road or whatever. Like,
1: And then with every kilometer you put on
0: that van, you're thinking,
2: is this, yeah, is this the gonna one that's going to kill us? Yeah, you know, it's, you turn it on, you're like,
0: oh, is this it? <laughs> I, the reason I immediately asked about the transmission is if you're towing, that's kind of the thing that gets stressed out the right. most. It sounds like whoever repaired it might have messed up a line or something. And a lot of it was the leaking. electrical. Really? Yeah, yeah, apparently, like, the previous owner or the one
2: before that did something to it like Mm -hmm. or tried to fix it themselves and like yeah yeah so uh Hmm. but like we didn't it was hard to tell because they would be what they were saying was like way over our heads we're just like well is it like just fix it as much as you can as quickly as you can we got to get to our next show so I remember like uh there was a couple of times where we like were able to get it into a shop real quick and they were able to do whatever they could you know like just like temporary parts and stuff like that quickly um nothing's crazy serious happened until our last day on the islands and then uh it just broke down and wouldn't start so we're like like damn like what do we do and so we brought it to this place you know took a cab all the way out there because uh well we dropped the car there and uh I remember we like rented these bikes and we're just like riding all around and Oh, wait, sorry, that was a different place. See, that's what I mean. There's so many auto shops we were at, so, like, all the stories are getting mixed up, but no. So, the the car definitely broke down on in Victoria, and the guy literally, like, race car style built us a part. I forget what part it was. Right, I think, like, I have no idea, but he's just like, I used to build race cars, so I'm going to like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna order the, a piece from, like, the building next door, and, and it'll be good for tomorrow. So, we're like, holy crap, because we had to catch a ferry at, like, 8 in the morning. So, it was like you know, holy shit. Thank you. I think it broke down again in Kelowna. Like, uh, the, basically the, the one guy, it was weird. The one guy told us like, he's like, this will like barely get you home. When you get home, you need to change that part. Yeah. And the other guy is like, like change it like next week. And we're like, what, what is it going to be? I think it still has that part on it and it like hasn't failed. <laughs> so yet. it's, it's running currently. It It's running, but like it's, on the on the same, in the same state where you're yeah. like, this could be the time I started like so, but it, now I think there's not as much wrong with it now. Like, well, after um, all
1: the times you got it fixed, I like it's so.
2: just not trustworthy to take on a no. tour. That's but a, it's like city good. Like you could cruise around. For, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just don't pull like a crazy
0: trailer again. Sort of a deal across the country. This is a that's the thing with a lot of vehicles. Is it starts getting to the point where if you something major's breaking down. Yeah. you're never going to fully fix the problem because unless you entirely get a rebuild on a transmission exactly. or honestly it's probably worth more than the van to do that and it's right. it's a pain in the butt
2: so right now we're just van shopping and we're fair enough thinking about trading the van as part of like the deposit because i know you can do that and it's like like right. i said it's still kind it still works like yeah. and you know if they put a bit of work into like the brakes and stuff like that then it'll just pretty much just be a city car at that right. point yeah
1: and then after you get the uh the newer, nicer van. You should uh, wrap your van in yeah. roadways.
2: Yeah. Advertising. Right? That'd be cool. Like Except the only problem
0: be- is you risk getting robbed, right? Yeah, they know what's in the van. Yeah, That's yeah. true. Like the more, never thought about that. More
2: like a family van. You can make it look instead of like things that have like expensive things in it. You know what? That's true.
1: Yeah. I, I had magnets on my van forever that said it was video and photo. I never got robbed, but then again, I found out that people thought I was in porn because of my last name, so That's maybe they didn't want any of the
2: equipment yeah, because no. they
1: were afraid of sticky lenses. Right.
2: <laughs> Damn. Um, you never know, man, what people are thinking about you based on your car. Cool.
1: Yeah. I Off topic, but I did just want to mention because I made a comment on Facebook today and you were one of the people to react yes. about the comment. Oh,
2: my God. Um, that was a uh, weird article to see you associated with too.
1: Yeah. Oh, the the St. Catherine standard posted that link. And then
2: there were a few other comments.
1: So I said, and it's the honest to God truth about this guy. He was a great surgeon and he was, he was caring. He came and talked and answered all my questions and his rehab was great and whatnot. However, as great of a surgeon as he was, he's a horrible human being for killing his wife. And the article even said, as he was killing his wife, his daughter came into the bedroom to see what was going on. How old is his daughter? Young.
2: Like, younger than 10. Like, comprehending, though.
1: Oh, you say, how is his daughter?
2: No, how old, but just, like, old enough to comprehend. Probably,
1: but But he's... I, I don't know what he said to her aside from everything is fine, go to bed. What? Yeah. But, uh... He... Today... That's so creepy. Yeah. He said he was guilty and it, from the when you when you pinpoint everything that happened, there might have been a small chance cuz there were some uh there were some lovers entwined in that. She was cheating on him and he had multiple lovers, so it could have been, but That's it was crazy. pretty pretty clear that he had done something. Oh man. So, yeah, he pleaded guilty. He'll go to jail. Damn. And Unfortunately, at the end of the day, it is still a huge loss in the medical community. But he community. saved
2: your life, too. Yeah, That's so right, weird. lost he, a good back
1: surgeon. He was a really good back surgeon. He was he was acclaimed as the best in Canada. Wow, people no came way.
0: to him. That's crazy. It's a little bit of an interesting duality of characters because people like to immediately get on the bandwagon when they hear some you know famous person they love has done something horrible and say you know they're a horrible person forever, but you still almost got to think back, like, kind of got to respect the things that they did accomplish and the great things they did in spite of them being now terrible. That's why
1: I'm so conflicted about this story. And
0: the article also said
1: that after he killed his wife, like the day after, because he killed her and he got arrested on a Friday. And I think he killed her on a Tuesday. He still did surgeries in between that time. So I get freaked out by it. But could you imagine... 12 hours after he kills his wife, he's Working slicing you. through you. Yeah. yeah. And not just regular surgery, like he's right. going for your spine. Do you, does anyone know how he killed her? Like, yeah, do we know? he strangled her. Oh Some God. reports say he scalped her, but at the end of the day, he stuffed her in a suitcase and left her on the side of the road. What? Are you kidding me?
2: And yeah. this happened in what, St. Catharines? No. no, Toronto. Oh, Toronto okay. area. Okay, okay um i wouldn't have I didn't, spine surgery to be honest, i didn't read the article i just saw your your yeah. comment <laughs>
1: um and he just left her on the side of the road which is i always think is odd and i say odd only because he was such a smart person you could tell that he didn't really plan on killing her because it wasn't that thought out you would think such a smart person wouldn't leave her on the side of the road
0: that's so disgusting I don't know. You can't say what his mental state was at the time. Why well, no? I don't know.
1: But then again, that makes it even creepier for the people that he did surgery on the totally. next
0: day. He's not
2: right of mind or sound no. of mind.
1: And then I feel bad for the people that were waiting for surgery on the Monday or something like
2: that. Because yeah. they would have got He's, a call
1: yeah. on the Friday saying, so we have to postpone your surgery. And yeah. then an hour after they get they that phone that call, you'd see the news be like, oh. <laughs>
0: probably it'd be a bit of relief like i dodged a bullet but also i gotta wait another year for back surgery because right. some of the surgeons... and
1: who's this
2: guy gonna be or yeah. this woman like right
1: some of the back surgeries he did could only be done by him and he had they had to bring oh, wow. in specific equipment so he wasn't he right. was the nerd the spine neurosurgeon of canada wow yeah that's not insane. anymore so anyways i just thought i would throw that out because that's it's always been something that you think is...
0: that they would allow for like the some of the society's most talented people the option to do two specific tasks from a jail like set yeah
1: but <laughs> i don't see the problem is is something like that would you tr- yes he was good at what he did but he i mean it would it would would you go would you trust somebody i don't know that's I a mean, tough one.
0: If they still got a good track record while they're in jail, I, guess. I think potentially it wow, could work. We're getting but so philosophical here, my they, god. They would have. I don't to know if have, I would
1: either. But they would have to have a bunch of people watching them, like they're the talent. Right, right. But then they'd have a, they'd have to have a board of yeah. people saying yes, you can do this. Yeah, it'd be a good way to repay society. Yeah, yeah?
0: you change people's lives lives for the better doing that, but. And I mean, you never earn a penny. Like right, your are not your business at all. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's interesting.
1: Wow. Uh, it is pretty philosophical. It is. It, it's a tough one. Right. I sent, and this, this is always just kind of funny, because I would always send him and his secretary a Christmas card. No way. And I sent him a Christmas card the week before. I don't even know he got it. The week before he got arrested. Man. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? And his secretary was really nice, so hopefully she was able to transfer to the hospital. You always think about... Yeah, you hear about him, but oh, there's people around him yeah, that people. had a, a good job. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. So may he rot in jail unless we find a way to, you know, make him work. <laughs> to use him. Utilize yeah. the talents of criminals. Big talent, though, right? Like, that's a very unique case. Crazy. Rarely, I can't think of a, I mean, this one's very personal to me, but a, a, some somebody who is so highly educated like there are talented people but somebody that's so highly educated in a field that is so sought after like he's one of the only people and then he's just gone you would think that there'd be special exceptions especially no it, but no. then there shouldn't
0: be right no there would be an uproar that, that's like how yes, the rich yeah largely avoid jail time and other right. things it's, it's yeah, this weird privilege that people i kind of agree shouldn't be a thing but yeah it still i agree, it shouldn't be
2: well
1: then there goes all the in-depth conversation. We have to keep everybody treated
2: fairly. Yeah. It's yeah, like, in it's terms the right of thing. Yeah, I mean when it's something that serious, I think yes. So.
1: Oh well. It's the end of it. It'll be interesting if there's ever some sort of movie there's a rumbling of something potentially happening cuz they they had a long and abusive marriage. Oh wow. He had been arrested and stuff or That's it's, crazy. Yeah, it's, I know
0: absolutely nothing about this person.
1: I've Just, done my research.
0: Of course. Just imagine you it, would. It's a strange thing to maybe see things in your life and it, it, maybe it happens to all of us where something's happening and you realize this is an interesting story arc to it. This could be a mo- in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you on the road, especially these days, you probably see some pretty cool stuff or meet some interesting people that you you think, you know, mm-hmm. I want to know more about this person. Or, or right, yeah, because a lot of the times you, like when you're traveling, like I've traveled
2: outside of music and I mean... It's I'm, It's not to say, like, I don't have interesting experiences. You do still meet a lot of weird people, but, like, when you're the entertainment for the night, like, people come to you almost, yeah. you know? So you do meet the more, like, forward people or whatever with a lot of weird stories and a lot of, you know... See, I would love that. It's fun. It's fun. I have a lot of stories. It's it's hard to remember, though. It's just, like, all blur, and
0: then, I'll, like, it'll hit me and be like, remember the time? like... Hmm. It's almost worth... Uh at least from my perspective, I know several people that are trying to like write TV show skits and things and they're Mm. basing them a lot off. It's a very Canadian kind of show. So they're basing them off Canadian stories where, you know, they go to a bar and -and so-and-so tells them a story and like, Hey, that's a great idea for the the thing I'm writing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So almost if you kept those things, it'd be a huge That's true. I
2: mean, I do, I did write down notes when I went to New Orleans and when I went to uh, Texas, um, you know, just like journaling about like different things that would happen. I, yeah, for some reason, I think I started a bit on our first tour. But, you know, there's just so much work to be done. And mm-hmm. if, when you're not doing something, you're trying to rest or eat. You don't really have a lot of time in each city. Like, you know, it's a lot of driving and setting up and tearing down and playing and mm-hmm. eating and sleeping. That's basically a lot of it. And, like, don't get me wrong, it's amazing. But, like, a lot of what we see is close to, like, our campsite or hotel you know, like you can't really go too deep into the city because the next day you have to wake up super yeah, early go and start somewhere. driving. <laughs> it's
1: true. Still, kind of interesting. I, it's very
2: fun. Yeah, I'm a. I wouldn't trade
1: it for anything. Serial note taker. So whenever I hear an interesting mm. conversation, I guess serial note taker is a polite way of saying it. I am also a serial eavesdropper. Like right. it's just the way I am. But I have found
2: you're some the, of the people most, watcher.
1: Yeah, I I find I like very it. interesting stories and sometimes they make it into things that I have written and whatnot. That's cool.
2: Yeah, I would like to start trying to do that. Like, I don't write a whole lot of songs based on the perspective of something I've seen in people. It's a lot of just like either something to do personally that I try to make it not so personal or it's just like, yeah, just storytelling but not exactly related to something I've seen. So that's a pretty mm-hmm. cool idea to see someone's
0: dynamic with someone else or something. Yeah, yeah. Storytelling music, I think, is yeah. what I'm driven to For most sure. personally, I think.
1: I love a good It's hard. I can
2: imagine. I
0: it's imagine. super hard
2: because you still got to make it like in rhythm and time yeah. and like sometimes rhyme it and
0: good example of a storytelling writer that I th- is coming through and I think we were, I might see I knew exactly who Gordon, you Gordon Gordon Lightfoot because right, I was but... going to say
1: the same damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot. He comes to mind immediately for that. Kind yeah,
0: of thing, yeah. But... Yes. I, maybe it'd be cool to, to talk to him. I mean, there's probably a slim chance of that, but I'd like to know where most of the well, inspiration comes from.
1: I, I will send out an email. Sure.
0: We'll see if we get Gordon Lightfoot. It's not on our He almost got Ed the sock. You could
1: have, yeah. No, I'm saying we almost did. What what stopped you? He... We got denied by a piece of footwear. He, he asked he said what no. we did, and then we didn't really get replies. The replies stopped, <laughs> so... That's okay,
2: to be expected.
1: But it would have it would have been interesting. So now we're just we're shooting for the stars to try and get whoever we can. Maybe and if I we got...
2: collab with Ed the Sock. That'd be a cool collaboration. Just get him to like rap over. It'd be my good tone. in a music video. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good cameo. Hmm. It's
1: true, and a good Canadian cameo,
2: yeah. right? Like he's big.
1: He's big on the Canadian content, so that's. I'm not
2: sure what, like. I remember watching him, but what is he doing now? I know he did. The well, military. he just started. To- it sounds weird because I'm talking about sock, right? Right. But right, he just right. started touring again. No, I know. He just played Niagara Falls. Yeah.
1: And then the next day he played Tilsonburg, which is where I grew up. Nice. Right? Nice. So two chances. I just mean like
2: better. I don't know what his material is like now. It's all, it's all very uh,
1: politically incorrect. Gotcha. He was on. It's on his Facebook page. He was on a Today Show, and he or not a Today Show. He was on a talk show, kind of like the Today Show, and he just went off on a just a. a
2: I might have seen a little clip.
1: of just everything, um, like saying that I, I can't remember. It, it he's he's a foul socked, He's politically incorrect, and he'll touch on everything, including. I mean everything that
0: we're not really supposed to talk about. It's, I right. mean it's easier to do that. I would imagine, once you have a persona and there's no f- person that's attached to this. That is very true. Right? That is very a, very true. It opens the uh, the gates for that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's funny thing is it's a sock like you said, right?
2: So it's yeah. like
1: when I told Eric that I'd messaged him, I said like are you are asked are you 100% okay with our most famous guest being a, a sock? sock. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some sort of existential right problem with that
0: yeah, yeah yeah do you this is weird i, I think maybe and not to mock your level of fame at all but i don't do I'm you ever famous. have people no but like i'm just saying do you ever You're more have, famous than us do you ever have fans come up to you and try to tell you what their interpretation of lyrics we were talking is? about that before because because <laughs> like i i know once a huge bands will have fan like right, fans of right which, right you know not right now, um, most of our audience is based around like
2: the jam band scene. Yeah. So the highlight or focus in our like, especially our live experience, is the jam, the impro- improvised part. You know, kind
0: of like a jazz Which approach. I very area. much, appro- I have enjoyed the shows that I've been. Yeah. And
2: to. so like right now, it's, I've gotten more people saying like that jam, like you guys took it in such a cool way or whatever. But, no, I, like. I think the thing is is I have a hard time writing a lot of like songwriter songs you know like two or three minute songs that like tell a story and stuff which I'm actually starting to work on because I find I write like ten minute epics most of the time I like start it simple and I throw a big intro and like an outro and a big middle jam session it's not bad
1: but that's hard to be marketable on radios too yeah
2: I don't mind doing it live because it's an experience but when when you're putting it on a CD it's true yeah it's easier to get someone to listen if it's like check out this like three or four minute five minute track even
0: we have a a local band if you could call it that that was very successful doing it rush 2112 that's true right very well very
2: very true and i'm not dismissing that we still get very progressive you know and even the the simpler songs I'm writing still have like a lot of depth to them so i'm not saying i'm trying to like oversimplify it it's just like there is something to be said about it and it's it's a craft it's like it's fun to like you know edit you're just basically snipping parts out that you don't think are too important like and of course I'm always going to write long songs and that's not going anywhere I'm not saying that but it is fun to try to like see how short you can make a song but it still be really great like you'd be surprised how many 3 minute songs are jam packed with so many cool mm-hmm. ideas like you don't necessarily need 9 minutes unless there's a certain reason i think artistically
1: that mentality falls into a lot of things right Mm -hmm. like we were always taught in school that no matter how short the short film was always tell a story like always always make sure there's art Mm -hmm. there so when we the first films we shot that had no depth to them black and white no sound they were only like 40 seconds and you had to tell even the simplest of narrative Mm -hmm. but same thing sometimes the shorter Right. Shorter and ones f- can be the most powerful.
2: Totally, and it's kind of a fun project. I forget what the term's called, but where you, it's like exercises that you put restrictions on yourself, so that you have to abide by like certain rules, and it forces you to work on a certain thing. I, forget
0: I feel what- like I should know the word for that, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking
2: about. Because like, if you just you know, it's good to do an exercise, but if you don't give yourself parameters, then. You don't really know. You're not, like, fine-tuning anything.
0: With the photography stuff, I I did that a lot. I would give myself specific, you know, lenses or or equipment to work with or a specific place or just things like that for Mm -hmm. for that kind of art. But it is, it makes you push your limits in other directions. exactly. It gives you a direction, too, yeah, for sure. Do you, this is an interesting one, too. You got another guitar recently, which I I thought was interesting. Is that changing the way you're playing at all? Absolutely. I was saying this to my band
2: the other day, uh the guitar feels better than i am right now
0: like when, really yeah it's a weird thing to it's say it's giving a personality to the instrument. well yeah
2: well i mean what it's it's doing is it's forcing me to become a better guitar player to match how well crafted it is because now it's like there's like more nuances that i never heard not that my godin isn't a bad guitar no, but it's Golden completely makes great different guitars. you know it's like it's got a rounder tone to it and it's the pickups uh, are less clear so it's more of like a muddy round hmm. sound Whereas with this guitar has is like replicating a Stratocaster. So it's like super clean, you know, it bites more.
0: I, I like that sound myself. I have, I've yeah. got the Squire version of the Strat, but I, I yeah. love the no, sound yeah. of it even for a cheap guitar. Me
2: too. And it's got the Strat neck on it, like the same scale. Um, and I love it too, because I've been really getting into like old school funk and even like the newer stuff, you know, like Lettuce and all those big bands. But uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely... I have to adjust I haven't even played a gig with it yet Hmm. you know because I'm still figuring out all the different like tones that I can get from it and not to mention like the knobs and the pickup selector are in different spots and when I'm playing and jamming and improvising like maybe well yeah exactly with my other guitar I don't even have to look down I just know exactly where everything is and I'm doing it like on the fly where Hmm. there's and you know then I'm pressing pedals and Everything changes when you plug in a new guitar, so it's like I'm like singing, I've got this pedal board, my amp settings, the new guitar. like there's a lot of things to think about, and I can't do it just yet with roadways.
0: I do rehearse every time with the new guitar, though. do you think that maybe the different feel is a big deciding factor in you know famous musicians? sticking with one guitar or is it more of just a branding thing you think no i think
2: it's it's it could be branding like i don't know what goes on in their head but it's definitely a stylistic thing because um like i know derek trucks has said this and like a lot of people where they you know wanted a different guitar their whole lives and but only had one guitar to play and then they kept playing we that and then they went to go play that one they always wanted and it just didn't feel the same anymore or, did, or didn't feel like the what they were used to so they just stuck with it because
0: they had developed their yeah. own I've, I've style felt that a bit. or whatever when i was young i always wanted less paul but mm-hmm. playing with it i realized i liked the sound of the like offender strat a right. lot more that was me with an Fidelity. sg i wanted an sg i had so an bad. sg Oof, yeah i didn't like it yeah i i've
2: <laughs> rented one for a gig and it, it played really nice and we, yeah. it was a great gig,
0: but it just didn't it didn't fit what I was looking for. It's a very different feel to it compared to any other guitar. Mm-hmm. The one yeah. I had was an Epiphone and it just wanted to tune too much, which is why I sold it. But right. it, it didn't feel right for sure, not for mm-hmm. me. I uh, first electric guitar I got was like an old Washburn, I think it's MG forty two. Nice. It's actually a really well built guitar. It just has so many electronic problems. I got to rewire the thing. But that—that's a pretty good feeling guitar.
1: I still have yet to purchase one. I keep saying I'm going to, and then it always gets shoved to the wayside. But I still want to
2: learn. Yeah, when you get one, I'll definitely sit together and.
0: We should have a jam session. I—I I I am a hundred percent I'm
2: terrible. I—I I don't I practice. I guarantee you, You're better than me. But you know what? I enjoy teaching. Like I do it. I do it for a living. True. So I, you know, do charge if someone wants to Dude. actually.
0: Are you looking for more customers? Because we can promote, <laughs> absolutely we could promote you, and maybe we have an interest. Yeah, in. no, yeah,
2: I for sure am. I mean, so, now the so, tour is about to start soon, well, so like it'll have so to be out. We're look contact yeah. the G. I mean, but for September, yeah. What's the contact info? We'll put it on the screen. Um, you could do gsharpmusic at gmail Perfect. Like,
0: email there if you're interested in guitar yeah. lessons. Yeah.
2: Um, but the reason I said that is because I love teaching. Like. On the side, anyways, without money. Like, if we have a jam session and you have questions, like, I love explaining things because then it forces me to think of simple ways to, like, explain it to myself. Oh, I too, need right? simple. Yeah. <laughs> I need simple too. <laughs> that's what I do for myself.
0: There's this weird um, negative feedback loop that's always happened with me for guitar. So, my parents took interest in me going to music lessons when I was quite young. I think so I was probably like eight or nine years old. I started playing guitar. Mm-hmm. I played in music lessons for about three years i got pretty decent at it but for some reason the more serious it got the less i I just sort of pushed away and i tried to do other things feel that too and every time i get back to it i will play hardcore for like a month or two and then it's like no guitar for three months
2: i go through that all the time where it's just like sometimes it just feels so like we have to we're all learning a cover you know for rehearsal or whatever and at first, it's kind of fun, and then it's just like, ah, oh, now that it's getting, now that I'm getting sick of the song, almost like, it's kind of getting like, am I, like I, I was in this for the fun, and now it yeah. just feels like forced. It's a lot of work, but you just make it fun. That's why you keep learning other things, and you know, don't get too stuck if something's too
0: hard for too long. Just switch to I, something else. I think and, it's almost a short attention span. Problem no, for I, me I too. feel that too. Like, uh, if I'm learning a song for uh, no matter what my intentions are, I want to learn the whole thing. I will only ever master the bits i really like the riffs and, i really like and then the rest of it's i've been doing it. that for a long <laughs> time but i will tell you this and i remember
2: having to tell this to myself is when you learn like even half a guitar solo you're still learning something yeah you're getting you your fingers know? moving you're getting your fingers moving and especially if you analyze the music after like i mean you do need to know a bit of theory but Not really. Like, if you can at least analyze the pattern that you're playing and where it fits in, like, the greater scale, you can apply it to different songs. You can Mm. apply it to your own... I mean, that's like... It's like learning a new word. Like, you don't just want to learn the word in that context. You want to learn how to say the word in other sentences and for it to make sense, right? So it's kind of similar. If you learn even just one phrase from a song, just try to fit it on top of something else in a different key even, because then you'll know how to apply it instead of just... Oh, I know the solo to this song. And I, I only play those patterns in that song. Like
0: the, you know. the funny thing is, as an adult, I'm much more interested in the theory side of it. Like I, it's All I practice is scales at right. this point. I, I don't know. For some reason, I just want... I feel like if I learn those yeah. so well, I can buy uh, make my own stuff. I forget what they're called. I should know this because I'm a teacher. But... <laughs>
2: This is like your classic theory book that you can get from like the Royal Conservatory.
0: I have like the first three. There was a really popular series. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Is forever. it like dark purple it, one? It's, it's blue followed by red followed by purple. Yeah,
2: so the I usually just work. I think purple is the last one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just I would just learn out of that one because it goes through the basics at the beginning anyways. Yeah. And yeah, that's how I did it. But I did take theory lessons specifically. Like, without a guitar in my hand, just so that I knew, like, I could sit at a piano and figure it out if I wanted to, which mm. I ended up doing. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm not amazing at it, but I know all my chords and stuff like that. I know the theory behind it all, and piano's the easiest instrument to, to like, visualize theory, because it's all alphabetical. It's, it's linear, means, too. When you're yeah, moving yeah. up
0: and down a guitar neck, you...
2: Yeah, it, it, it's... every string you go to, it starts somewhere else. Yes. Like, it's just, like, not it's not correct. very clear. It's not obvious, you know. If you know the notes of a piano, it just goes like yeah. alphabetical and then repeats like eight times. Maybe I should switch to piano. It's expensive to have a real piano. You can get well, I mean, you can get. I could get Don, I'm my not, keyboardist, I'm, to recommend a cheap electronic I'm, one.
1: I would still prefer guitar over piano. Fun, yeah, it's
2: more of the thing with guitars. You have to like work your fingers into pressing down on metal, right? So it's that's the one aspect of. Yeah, hey, you, build,
0: you build cows pretty Yeah, quickly. exactly. It doesn't take too long. I just
2: mean like it's not fun until you do, really. Yeah.
0: The other issue with stopping constantly is the extreme finger fatigue when I come back to play it, which also limits yeah, yeah. the duration. Do warm-ups. Yeah, it'd be worth I it. I do
2: like 10-minute warm-ups every day, no matter finger how long. Finger warm-ups? Yeah, yeah. And those get you better, too, because they just... You... You like, condition... Up, like no, 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 no. like guitar oh, okay. warm-ups, you know, like super simple exercise or just like... Yeah, up and exercise. down with scales exactly. or, or whatever. Very, very simple, though, like, it has to be extremely simple so that it's just getting the blood going, you know, and you're not straining yourself. Because you can get, I think it's re- called repetitive movement uh, strain or whatever yeah, syndrome. Yeah,
0: okay. um, so. Speaking of getting the blood going, do you ever... You play outside at all in yeah, in the tour? Do. Okay. yeah. Was there an issue with cold? Because I know... Like, playing in the cold? Yeah. Oh, uh, we,
2: we don't really tour too much in uh, the winter or no. anything like that. I think
1: it was towards the Could you imagine either. all your van troubles amplified <laughs> by worse. winter months? No. It would be worse. Yeah, <laughs> no.
2: That's the hard thing about Canada, right? It's like, I do see bands touring the winter, and, like, I don't know how they do it. You run a risk. Right. right. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, when if we get to the point where we're touring in the winter, I'm going to book a Cali tour. like. You
0: know, <laughs> Smart. Why <laughs> yeah. not? Yeah. So it, it almost seems like a good time to get together and just figure out what you're going to do for the rest of the year. it totally is. I love winter for that. that,
2: Well, first of all, it's a booking season for the summer, so Mm -hmm. like I'm so busy, like way almost, I mean mentally more busy in the winter for sure, and then obviously physically more busy in the summer, Um, but it is a great time to get together and just write new songs and figure out what we're going to tour with, like catalog-wise
0: and I saw a documentary about uh, Neil Young recently, and he basically attributes to most of his beginning because it was, I think it was in Saskatchewan or somewhere. It was freezing in the (laughs) wintertime and kids couldn't even go outside and play hockey. It was so cold. So they stayed in the garage and they learned instruments. And that's, that's cool. It's a phenomenon that's, um, I mean, maybe not so common these days with everybody paying more attention to electronics and and other ways of stimulation. Oh, for sure. But I'm sure a lot of good bands came out of the freezing cold winters of Canada. For me, it was
2: getting grounded all the time. Hmm. Yeah. I used to just get sent to my room, and all I could do was either
0: play Play guitar guitar. or read books, which I did both.
2: Both of which are valuable skills. Exactly.
0: Yeah, which does go back to the idea of, like, guitar is a fun outlet when it's not the thing you have to do. You're doing it because you want to
2: do it. Exactly. And that's the thing I have to go through in my head a lot. It's like, okay, like, I need to put down this song that I'm forcing myself to learn and look up something I actually want to learn right now just to get my mind away from it. But the short attention span thing, like, I honestly do short bursts of, like, very focused work. You know, like, 15 minutes of just focusing on one specific thing. And if you do that, like, every day, then it's better. And then you can, like, spread it out and do a 15 minutes of scales and 15 minutes of this. fifteen Like, turn your phone on airplane mode. Because it's easier to focus if you only have to convince your brain, like, all right, just, like, 15 just, minutes.
0: Yeah, and then you can go on to whatever else you need to.
1: Now, I have a question about the business side of things.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you book a tour, get all these
1: get all these uh, these wonderful spots to play. How does it go about? Do you take deposits on this? Do you only do you get paid at the door? Well, have you ever been ripped off by a club? <laughs> you don't have to mention names, no, know, but I'm very intrigued. I would not mention
2: names. Uh, the I think the only place really that we've actually been ripped off where it wasn't where it was someone's fault like, directly, like, because there's been times where it's, like, you know, you just, we just didn't make a, a lot of money, and, like, there's nothing we can do or whatever, but it was in Toronto, and it was before we ever started. I think it was actually our first tour, but it was a micro-tour, so it was, like, a four-date little weekend thing, okay. like a milk run or whatever, uh, and that was sketchy. It was, like, in a sketchy part of Toronto, and, like, the guy said we didn't make money, any money, but we packed the joint, and, like, He's sitting there waiting for us to leave so he can get the money from the... And I was just like, whatever. Like, a, a fight started outside. I was like, let's just go, guys. Like, this is just a sketchy situation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even want to, like, deal with this. Um, but no, most of the times on the road, uh, I take an email as, like, written, a written contract. Like, that's... Because you can use it. It's written down. Um, and... It's So it's either guarantees the way it works. Like, I do do contracts for the most, like, if it's a pretty professional gig. But, you know, sometimes when it's just some random bar in Saskatchewan, they're usually really cool. Like, some of them will be like, can you call me so we can just, like, get to know each other? And, like, mm. it's, it's, like, a cool connection. And one thing I noticed about being on the road every year now is there is a Canadian tour circuit. And there's tiers to it, right? So it's, like, there's the touring circuit in the bar world. There's the touring circuit in the, like, Venue or club world, then there's the touring circuit and the festival world. I mean, it's all part of the same circuit, but like, depending on where you are in your musical career, like, there's a circuit for that, you know. And these people want to see touring bands come through. Like, they'll tell me like like new bars that we've played have been like, you know, tell all your touring buddies like that we're a spot in Saskatchewan or whatever, like in here or there, or whatever, like tell all your friends because we want our year to be booked with bands passing through and stuff. Ooh. So I, I really like it. And like, you know, you can sense red flags too. Like, I mean, it's either like very, they're very professional and they're like, like, you just keep the door and if you don't draw anyone, you pay us like 150 for the rent. So it's, or they're like, we guarantee like 400 meals and it's like, all right, well, like if they don't pay us, like it's written down. So like, at that point, we'd seek out a business lawyer, you know, um, which... Probably would be expensive. Yeah, probably be expensive, but luckily, I know that Don's sisters are lawyers. <laughs> uh, and Not that I would... I would still pay them, obviously. You definitely want it's to, people we know, to uh,
1: do the proper channels. If somebody does wrong you, you want to go the professional way. Right. And- you don't know, get righted, even if exactly. it does.
2: Uh, for the most part, though, no. It's very usually pretty legit. Like, you can tell. Like, And the thing is, is in the touring realm, like you kind of just steal gigs from other posters. You're like, oh, okay. Hmm. I see this band playing this bar in the middle of nowhere, or wherever. Um, so you call them up. Or you ask the musician, hey, how's this place? Did they pay you fairly? <laughs> Did, like. Did you guys get to eat? Did they put you up? Like what's the deal with the sound? So that's what I mean about like the tour circuit. Like it's kind of like, unless it's a brand new place or whatever, like you can get the reputation pretty easily from the person that you stole it off their poster or whatever, like, Hmm. and it's not like you're stealing or anything. Like obviously everyone knows you need a spot to play, right? So, and that's a good part too about touring is it's not really as competitive, like it is and it's not because you're on the road in different places most of the time. Like you might, there might be a time where you are in the same town as another touring band, but like you're not really competing with the locals, right? Like you're trying to join forces with them.
0: And at the same time, there's all these bars competing with other bars and and they all want to be able to book somebody, I'm sure. Yeah. So so it's a big market of people trying to Mm -hmm. have some kind of loop going. Right.
1: Now that we're about another, like I don't remember exactly the last time you were on probably i should probably have checked the date but yeah. i would i would it would Where be fair it? to say that it was about a year ago give or take was it wow. give or take wow. maybe I a little was... bit maybe not quite but yeah, yeah. we were at your house still so that's right it was yeah maybe 10 months ago because the music video hadn't premiered yet so i think we did it after the music video or around the music no hold it was on. Ap- it was after <laughs> no we we did it before and tried to release it around the time of the music video
0: i didn't catch the hype Problem. No, because the music video didn't release till later. So I think we did the podcast after the music video, but the wow. music after video shot. The video. Yeah, after, after the music video shot, shot yes. right. which was in <laughs>
1: March. I can't remember the that. The problem with
0: all of this is that somebody could just look it up and yeah. know in about two seconds. Yeah. Anyways,
1: it's fine. that's That's not the point. Um, so now that a year basically has went by, do you notice every every band, every business, every company? And that's, I mean, you are. Have you noticed growth? Is there definite growth? Are you happy with the growth?
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's every band. I mean, every business has this, but there's some things that are tough to crack. And for us, it's certain cities, right? Like Like what? Winnipeg. Winnipeg? (laughs) Tough one to crack. It's hard to get booked, especially on on off days. (laughs) They have an amazing scene, don't get me wrong. Okay. We're always there on such a weird day, like a Sunday or Wednesday or something like that, right? So it's just like, that's the hard thing because... A lot of the times we shoot ourselves out of Ontario by playing like uh, Sudbury, Sault Ste. Marie, and Thunder Bay, which yeah. gets us through the weekend, and then it's a Sunday or a Monday, right? And then that's Winnipeg, um, <laughs> that's or, fair. or Brandon, which is like a, two more hours. Um, but yeah, and then because they have such a good scene, it's pretty tight knit, so it's hard to like you know play if you, nobody really knows you. So that's a tough one. But I'm happy with the growth. Yeah, like we've played. Kelowna three times Kelowna, bc and you know uh thunder bay i think we've played it four times now and each time we're there i see a couple more familiar faces they're like yeah i was at the first one you know Hmm. so it's it's really cool because you just assume no one's really paying attention you're just some random band they're at a bar like but there are some venues where people go to check out who's
0: there today like there's hipster points being like i you know knew this band when they came through exactly. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> For sure. Um I'm happy with the growth too because every time we hit up a new spot or an old spot, we meet more people, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether it's friends of the first people we met or like just new other people, so it's like you're making friends along the way. Um it's hard to see a lot of the people that come to my shows as like like audience members. I just see my friends like half the time. You know?
1: What is your favorite spot? If you had to if you had to pick mm-hmm. one venue.
2: It's a hard one. It's a hard one because my favorite spot is different than my favorite gig. Okay. You know do you know what I mean by that? Well, you could explain. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Neither do I. Well, I just mean like there's some spots that are like absolutely gorgeous, but it doesn't mean the gig went well. Oh, that's fair. Right? Uh the musical aspect or whatever. Um or like the best the location to play wise versus like because some places are beautiful, and then you're like in some like, hole in the wall for the whole night, right? And then it's dark, and you go to bed, and then you're gone. <laughs> so you don't really get to
0: appreciate it, or not as much as you would to the if experience. you were on
2: vacation or whatever, right? Sure. Or just traveling. Um, hmm. Favorite place? It's a very good question.
1: So, you know, meet in the middle. Say favorite place, favorite gig. Like, let's say you were given free reign to perform at one location for a year. Wow. And you got paid the entire time. <laughs> Don't say Vegas, Vegas, you've, no. I assume you've never performed in no. Vegas, so don't headline at Vegas. Um, Although, if you headlined at Vegas, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I would have to say, I really enjoy Tofino, because it's the west side of the island, so it's not as hot in the summer, because you get like the ocean winds, um, and it's like the surf town of Canada. Really? Um, I feel like is it warm resonate, enough to surf? I feel yeah, like yeah. it's like it's, well in a like it's warm, town. but it's a fog zone. So when there's fire bands all across BC, there's not there, and there's rainforest there. Really, so it's a really diverse area. Like it's really cool. Hmm. Um, so the good first good. time we were there, we slept in the rainforest. You know, there's like banana slugs, and it's really cool. And it says like rainforest, like that's, it says Ontario. I didn't rainforest. even know that was a thing. Yeah. Me either. Yeah, because you're right. That's why I asked Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it would be a tie between that and. Alma, New Brunswick, because I have a close connection with a lot of the people there. Because I went there on a tour um, in a band called the Perpetual Peace Project before I was in, or actually, Roadways existed at that time. But yeah, it was just another tour, and yeah, it's a really cool little community of like probably 500 people tops, um, and it's you just get so well set up. Like I love it love the restaurant we play Octopus's Garden Cafe. It's like mm. this super like you know, it's like the Mate Cafe of Alma, New Brunswick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just, like, really beautiful. It's uh, um,
0: it's on the bay. Like, it's just like, yeah, you can see the ocean. It's just amazing. Fans in New Brunswick, are they predominantly bilingual, or are some of them just straight French? Good question. <laughs> uh, so I, I wouldn't you, know that. You didn't talk to enough of them after well, the show? Well, most
2: of the people I talk to are English speakers. Actually, I, I have one friend, Jock. Um yeah, he's, he has a very, very French accent. I just don't know too many people. But most of the people I do know yeah, are pretty English-speaking. Hmm. Like, I mostly play like the bigger cities, though. Right? I,
0: know, I like, know just one thing that stands out about New Brunswick is it's typically known as the most French in right? the provinces, anyways. Other than Quebec. Yeah. It's a different kind of French. I think it's yeah, a I more guess. per capita kind of thing. Um,
2: there's a, a pretty big French community in Winnipeg, too, yeah. that I didn't know existed until totally I went there.
0: I guess being a Canadian band, there's probably lots of bands that throw in some French lyrics into their English songs every now and then. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or
1: even, like, French bands, because you could get away in oh, yeah, a good chunk in Canada just being a French band. Of course. Absolutely. There's
0: almost an isolation at that point, because I don't encounter their music from French bands all that often, although sometimes the I CBC... I think, what's that one
2: station? Uh, 90 point something? Or, like, nine nine. 899. It's like a French French sort of jazzy yeah. station. I
1: always you hear jazz. You wouldn't come across French music in general cuz you're not looking for French no, no. music.
0: Occasionally though. the CBC will run something well, yeah, right? sure. and then you learn about some artist that's apparently huge and you never heard of them. You're like, right. "What? I never knew that was there." Mhm. It's cool. For sure. No, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, obviously a bit harder to follow if you don't speak French, yeah. but just still the music's... Music, right? There was a, there was a point in time when I genuinely tried to learn, although I've Me given too. up every time. And I think the only way that I'm going to do it is if I move somewhere and just force Absolutely. myself to just no English. Cut off. My friends said the best
2: way to do it. Yeah, my friend's Turkish, and he said that the best way he learned English was just watching English TV. I you hear a lot of like common phrases.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But yeah. then at first you just at end first up doing be like catchphrases, right? But
2: like, you hopefully you, you got something. How, how you book doing? Or something.
0: <laughs> I'm currently. Teaching English, nice. I got (laughs) offered to do that online. Is that what you're doing? Not in any formal way whatsoever. We we have a two workers. I I don't I think I know for a (laughs) fact one is from Costa Rica and speaks Spanish natively. But it's interesting because he'll just ask me what things mean or Mm -hmm. when to use certain words, and I'm like, this is so cool. I love I love explaining stuff. Right. No, it's I love it too. It's an interesting experience. Yeah. It's the least formal way possible to teach a language, but no, that's cool though. Because then
2: you get more of like, I don't know, like a genuine approach
0: instead of like some super technical teacher. Yeah. And it's with somebody that actually can speak English fairly well. They just right. don't know where to use certain words and, and stuff of that. sort right. It's a different perspective. Like, hey, I guess people from, you know, this place might not understand why we say things like this. Totally. English is pretty weird. Yeah. I think about that all the time. <sighs>
1: Um, you're the, you, I don't want to have the same problems as last week. I couldn't talk. Um, while you were touring, you were in a romantic and committed relationship, right? Still am. Just still am. Yep. But while you were touring and yep. even now, uh, that's, a very interesting version of the long-distance relationship it's hard so
2: how like yeah, yeah well I mean yeah it's just like a lot of phone calls and texting and you know uh, I do also like find cool shells and rocks and shit in mail sometimes Oh, a nice surprise yeah it's Ooh. it's fun it's fun for me too because I'm like oh like gives me a little adventure and
0: why not T- Pretty much every pop band at some point is going to write a song about being away from a lover. So I'm
2: actually writing a song right yeah. now. Like <laughs> it's, it's a good it's opportunity. Kind of, it's kind of about being away from a lover. I don't want to, like, spoil whatever. No. Um, but it
0: builds suspense. But it's
2: more just about, like, it is about that, vaguely, but it's more about traveling and just how weird it is. Hmm. Because it's, like, it's not conventional at all. Like, you know, you're living at a hotel rooms and continental breakfasts and... You know, hotel room coffee. You know. There's a again never I, read that good. I um no, it's never um, that good. <laughs> Not even if you pay top dollar, it's never that good. Nope.
1: I have to refer to this artist a lot, but there is a song called This Hotel Room. It is by Jimmy Buffett, sorry. But okay. it is okay. literally I like, like what you like. Just describing his entire hotel experience and everything. That's cool. There's no, it, there's almost no artistic value to the song, but it describes a hotel that does not sound amazing. So I
2: can see why he wrote it. Right. And at the end of there it, he's like,
1: I've had enough. I'm coming home. Like right. I'm packing pretty my much, bags. And dude, I'm pretty heading much home. like,
2: on, especially like, you know, the, the home stretch, you start to go like pretty loopy. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if you, you guys travel at all. We had, yeah. Yeah. A bit. Like you go loopy at, like in the middle, but like, hmm. like when you're gone for like a month, <laughs> You start to, like, hate everyone you're with. I can see. You know, and, like...
1: When we did the our wedding in gets P. messy I, and you can't find yeah. anything, like... There was a definite <laughs> seven-hour stretch where Teela, Justin, and I hated each other. Yeah,
2: you just don't talk no. for a long time. But, no, it's not, you know, obviously you know what I'm saying. It's not, like, hate, hate. But, yeah, you drive each other bonkers for sure. And, like, you know, we're all our own people. Pretty different people. I mean, we've got a lot of similarities, too.
1: So what was the driving like? Was it constant? Was it a lot of conversation? Was it a lot of private time?
2: Did everybody a, take turns driving? It's a bit of both. Uh, it was mostly Don and Yo driving, but on the West Coast, we had two other friends, so they were helping out. Um, I'll probably do a lot more driving to this year because I don't think we're going to have as much help, uh, which is actually, I will say, the hardest part. Like, I feel like I was more exhausted on the East Coast, which was like half the... The duration because we didn't have anyone with us. It was just you know night after night us loading and unloading and like driving and doing everything like cooking everything like every single thing you can think of doing our own like sound doing everything and that just can wear on you because you don't have a second to yourself like but and so we appreciated it so much more on the west coast because even just someone to hold the door when you're loading gear is a huge when you're like pooped right. It just like can make or break your mood so and just like you know if you get sick of your band you have like two other dudes you can go hang out with for a second <laughs> or whatever yeah. you know not to say like anyone's overly annoying it's just yeah. when you spend so much time with someone it's inevitable you just interesting insight
1: yeah. I at the wedding that we were at on we Saturday just did a wedding I photography, specifically specifically nice Tila that if we ever expand past the point that we're at I will gladly hire a a like stagehand because mm-hmm. I not that I'm getting tired of it but there's so much of the job that's a at least with how we do it that's a technician side of the job like yeah. I setting or plugging into the sound stuff and whatnot mm-hmm. I feel as though I could just get somebody else to do it because yeah. I, I waste a lot of my time. You just have sure to weigh like the cost-benefit yeah. ratio, somebody,
0: right? Somebody just swat away any um, of the waiters or whoever is there that's going to come around and just unplug our stuff or, or whatever.
1: It, it was a very odd it venue. Happens, I yeah. will
0: stand by the fact that the wait staff at the venue we
1: were at turned off my microphone.
0: Strange thing for them to do. Man, well, that's the
2: thing is when you work with, like, sound equipment and stuff, like... You go, th- or like, even just like as a musician or anything, anything to do with like technical stuff, you do with a lot of people that have no idea like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like they do things that are just mind blowing sometimes. <laughs> Stories from hell. It's crazy. It might
1: not have even been like, I'm not saying that
2: there was malicious. No, intent, exactly. That's what I mean. Because, because they don't they have no clue what the rolling what
1: cart that I plugged into specifically said don't put food on me. So I made sure that I don't put food on it right, not right. that I would and then I went over and there was trays of food oh on my God. that. and I feel like maybe if they didn't see it or whatever they hit the button cuz right. there's no lock there should be a lock where it just it stops
0: i, I guess you just get in your pocket or something
1: but it happened more than once and right. yeah it's unfortunate um but yeah, having, having some, I don't want to say a lackey, but having a, a assistant. No, for sure.
0: It's, there was one point when I was considering asking Justin to drive my truck over and start doing something for the photo booth stuff because there's so much equipment that needs to be moved around. Yeah. And then like, yeah. what am I going to do? Stand here and watch the equipment and make sure nobody steals my stuff while I'm waiting for something. Exactly. We <laughs>
1: had somebody message us. It was very interesting
0: asking if they
1: could get experience, you know, at weddings. Right. And that is an interesting thing for me because i've never had people that are messaging me saying hey could we work for you right but the person that messaged us was an idiot and i said well yeah i mean you can and she's like well what type of equipment do i need I'm like, well obviously you need a camera you know this type of lens if you have this camera chances are you have this lens you need a monopod which is a question for you g what's a monopod i have no idea no okay, okay. That, that That's fine, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Do you know what a tripod is? Yes. Okay. It's like that, but with one leg. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to sound stupid when I asked you if you know what a tripod is. No, no. Tripod, tri, mono.
0: Anyways, this person was like, a uh, what? So I sent her a link to... An aspiring my, my videographer. Yeah. Didn't, didn't know what this piece of equipment was, which was a pretty basic tool for us. Yes. Right, right. So, she was an idiot. <laughs> Harsh, bro. She... What? Well, i'm sorry <laughs> i think it's a little bit more of the naiveness that's perhaps maybe the annoying thing for us because it's someone that's just like they're all going home like yeah let's, i want to work for you do this whatever but they haven't taken the time to i right, just want to say i yeah, always
1: knew stuff. what monopods were right <laughs> it's a key tool it's the first thing because tripods are great for doing video work right but they're not very mobile mm-hmm. because you have to close up and move on the monopod as long as you're there and standing and even then i've got a monopod that has little legs that fold out right become a semi-tripod so for her not to know it it was an automatic uh we have issues
0: are there p people and maybe the audience or or just people that have contacted you later asking to work for you in some capacity
2: i've had a couple people that are like I want to... Can I
1: be your bass player? <laughs> oh, no.
2: People that have even said, like, can I come on the road for a couple of shows with you guys? I'd love to, like, work sound or whatever. Mm-hmm. And nothing's, like, come through, but it's never too late. Like, I understand how it is. It's hard to get time off work or whatever and, you know, do something. And that's the thing is, like, right now we can't afford to pay people, so we offer, like, wherever we sleep, you sleep, and wherever we eat, you eat. Like, it's a free trip for you. You just got to pay your rent. Your own rent like we just can't afford that right now you know hmm. and um and hopefully the time comes where it's not yeah so much and today. i think it will like that's why i don't expect anyone to come it's just usually like it was like my best friend and his friend that came last year right so it sounds
1: like, like
0: a dream
2: it, like i would it, love it's to fun it's a lot of work like there's a lot of i mean for yeah. us it was stressful because the van <laughs> yes. Right. And well, then the,
0: you, you get a mechanic friend to come along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just get a bunch of friends.
2: But a lot of, yeah. So that's the thing is you have to weigh the cost benefit, right? Like, because I, after being able to bring friends, I now see how beneficial it is, right? How much stress it took off me to always have everything like handled. Even just like you said, like standing at the car, so nothing gets stolen. Mm. So you can at least load in like that was huge for us in big cities. Where we're in like some sketchy alley and there's like people walking around like just looking at your
0: stuff. Like it's an interesting uh, yeah, interesting concept. I guess it really depends on where you're touring, but I mean, even a person such as myself is it I find that enticing. Like it'd be cool to just go around with a band. Mm-hmm. I have enough wide enough skill set that I feel like I'd be useful in some capacity. And of right.
1: course there's the draw of doing a series of band photography shots yeah. at different yeah. venues. I think there's that. There's yeah, exactly that
0: for sure. It's good for the resume. Yeah so i I i'm not sick of travel yet so no No, yeah i either especially can't canadian that's
2: that's what i love about canada is that you can go anywhere like there's so many different landscapes Hmm.
1: i liked driving uh to sudbury even at night like just different it looks different vaguely different (laughs) it's pretty dark we went up there well, we didn't leave. I mean, coming from Sudbury, we left with light yeah. a little bit. It's back. just nice. And then driving mm-hmm. to PEI, the landscape was awesome to see. Oh, yeah. It was the first time I was ever in Quebec. And it was nice because we were kind of playing the hits of every place that we stopped.
2: Nice. Yeah. yeah, PEI is really cool, eh? A lot of farms. and Yes. Ocean, surrounded by ocean.
1: And lots of friendly people with
0: we had a funny gig there
1: very expressive personalities what
0: happened to this gig
2: it wasn't like like hilarious funny it was just like weird funny where it was like okay so we're playing in this place it's like the upstairs of another place um it's called alibaba's i think and it's just like this random like restaurant that's got a sweet stage a lot of cool bands have played there apparently Set up, you know, uh, we got some opener bands, they play, their friends are there. So it's like probably like 10 to 15 people and they're all kind of just, you know, hanging around, just watching. And we played probably for about an hour and a half or two. And for the first half, it was just those people I was talking about, just kind of standing watching. It's Which
1: right. once again is PEI. So that's like almost it was, everybody. It was amazing.
2: You know, I was like, right on. There's people here. We've never been here before. I have no friends here. It's just some random venue with some random openers. See what happens, right? So it was like, anyone is a bonus. Um, So yeah, and then it started to kind of clear out as we played. Night was getting later and uh, out of nowhere, this big crew of people just comes in and starts dancing. Like, it turned into a dance party. Like, we just like started playing all our danceable songs. We're like, where did this come (laughs) from? This is amazing. And like, by the time we were done, they were gone. So like, Are you sure they were there? Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) what we were laughing about. We're like, did that even happen? (laughs) Because we're like tearing down to this like empty bar, but like two seconds ago it was like a fat party. It was hilarious. Crazy. Yeah, it was so weird. You know, you like you're (laughs) setting up. There's no one there. Fat party. Then you're tearing down. There's no one there. It's just like super weird.
1: Uh, Speaking of that, we have been to a few places where we've seen musicians playing to empty rooms. Uh, It happens.
2: Do and you guys still happened to us. The, I think the first time it happened to us when we were on tour was... Uh, um, what's it called? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not going to remember it. Um, we saw it in Nashville. It was in, it was in Saskatchewan or something like that. But, okay. um, yeah, it was just like completely empty. It, I think there was two people there that came in to have dinner and then they left. And, you know, the only thing that kept me going was... Uh, buddy in the kitchen was like grooving out. So that was nice. Um, hmm. It happens, though. They fed us, and they, they apologized good. to us. Yeah. They're like, "Sorry, there wasn't people here." I'm like, "Wow, it's usually like there weren't people here. You're not getting paid or whatever." So, like, what
1: do you do? You dissect situations like that. Do you think of how that happened? Oh why yeah, it for happened? sure. Like
2: you know, try to have a better game plan, or accept that it might not be. You might not be ready for that place because it might the demographic or the scene either doesn't exist. Or your name isn't big enough yet? Like, you don't know enough people in that
0: area? It seems like it can happen anywhere. We went it can to happen anywhere. Al- one of Alan Jackson's bars in Nashville, Tennessee. It wasn't, like, a random weird night. We went on what should have been probably a busier night and there was there was somebody that was playing to an empty room
1: well that bar is weird because it's a a, multi-level bar right so so the first floor had people and they were performing but we didn't realize there was live performers on every every floor so we get up to the next floor and it's just a girl a guitar talented she sounded good right she was very good and that was it and we sat down got a drink and she played to us
2: Honestly, you guys are the best people because <laughs> when you're playing those gigs and someone does that, it just feels amazing. And then like, we you're went, like, I didn't waste my night. Well,
1: yes. <laughs> and then we went, we were in Panama City, Florida, and we went
0: to a bar during the day. And there was even less people in this place. <laughs> it was a huge place. It was too. huge. Oh, that's even could worse, have Could yeah. have sat maybe like 60, 70 people at least. One guy
1: on stage, we walked in and it got
0: better. Like,
1: I think once you play played people, you one person.
2: As soon as you're performing.
1: Yeah. And I guess you also never know who you're playing for. Mm.
2: Right? That's a thing, sort of. I don't really think of that too much, just because... But it's true. Yeah, it's definitely true. It's definitely true. I just... I like to treat everyone the same, so I don't really care. Because if some guy is just, like, big shot, I don't really want to work with some dude that's, like, full of himself anyways. (laughs) I mean, if it's an opportunity, then hell yeah, but, like... I'd rather not treat people like they could be ready to sign me. I'll play like it, but everyone gets the same treatment.
0: No,
1: that's fair. That's a, that's a good way to be in good um, I mean, music. It's a good way to live in life too, not yeah. just when
2: you're performing. Kind of like I said before, Like most of these people that I meet are my friends. They become my friends. It's more about like, life than it is about my business which in turn makes the business more fun. It doesn't feel like as much work.
1: You're in a very interesting business because, as we said before, people get connected to songs. That's why you're very quiet about what, where the actual meaning of the song came from because mm-hmm. everybody's going to make a different connection to, to the song.
0: It. No, it's a rule.
1: I like, I like that. Yeah. And that's that's smart. And then because you're calling and they are your friends, you're creating this this family, this this mm-hmm. friendly atmosphere where people come um, and see you play, obviously, and mm-hmm. they're supporting friends. In some cases, they're supporting local. And also, at the same time, even if you are playing in BC, they are still supporting local because they're supporting Canadian. And I Absolutely, think that's yeah. very important. Mm-hmm. I, the Canadian content always seems to get...
2: Well, yeah, thrown
1: under the rug compared to American content, but it is it is very important. Mm -hmm. So, why this is a proudly Canadian content podcast? This will survive forever in Canada.
0: We've already done it in America, though.
1: Well, yes, we have, but we were it was produced by Canadians. That's
0: true. (laughs) That's one thing that we should have.
1: And you you say you talk to people that you meet. We had an opportunity that we didn't take to interview some a very interesting guy
0: from Alabama. Hmm. Remember, we should have asked him from Alabama.
1: Yeah, we met him in the pool. Okay, I didn't know that's where he was from.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was some guy that was traveling all over the place. There was it was an older couple. Yeah, yeah. but he sounded like he had some some stories. Some stories.
2: I love people he, like that. You or just you need just a, feel microphone. It all. a microphone. Microphone
0: yeah. with you at all times. And yeah, yeah. yeah. You just do it.
2: Some people are just they just like breathe stories. Yep, it's so fun. That's,
1: that's, that is That is very very true when we were I was in Cuba once and I met a guy just randomly talking at a bar and I ended up getting his number because he was telling one of the other guests how he met his wife and his wife was Cuban so mm. he lives in Canada and he comes back to see her and all that and I'm right. like I, I would like to know more and this mm-hmm. was well before any of this ever came to be And he's like, oh, I mean, if you're a writer or anything like that, have I got stories to tell you? (laughs) And the problem was is he was drunk, and when I called him, he's like, who the fuck are you? That's hilarious. Like, well, you gave me your number over in Cuba. (laughs) He's like, why
0: would I give you my
1: number? (laughs) Like, you said you had stories (laughs) you wanted to share.
0: He's like, stop calling me. (laughs) Just got to find him, get him hammered so get your stories yeah just well, yes. call them at the right time man yes you gotta line it up with like right
2: after dinner or something
1: that's that's true that was like six years ago so <laughs> i don't think i even have his number but that that was interesting i've always been interested in people's stories there's mm-hmm. so many interesting oh yeah little experiences
2: and niches for sure in people yeah some of the like people you meet on the road too where you find out their occupation, and you're like, I didn't even know that was a job. It's so crazy. Like what? Like, what? I, I can't think of anything specific. <laughs> oh, I just mean like people that travel, jobs. that do things to continue to travel, you know? Just like, how do you make it work sort of a thing. Like, oh, I write blogs for this website. Or just like, you just hear the randomest things that you don't really think of. It's not just like your regular office if job. If you're frugal,
0: right? you can get by with Yeah. pretty meeker
2: job. Exactly. So like, the, yeah, and usually you meet those people on the road, right? Like backpackers and... What not? Like it's just like how do you make money? Oh, well, you know, I just like make these necklaces and hit <laughs> up like souvenir shops and just meet the randomest. Cool. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, exactly. like somebody I who love that.
1: travels across Canada making necklaces and selling them to souvenir shops. They've seen shit. Exactly. They know stuff.
2: Exactly, because you have, have a lot more free things. time. Yeah, to do things right. Like you're not chasing your bills or whatever.
1: It's true, and you're very mobile, so you you can go kind of wherever you want yeah it's a very it's I remember very realizing
2: that my like, first time traveling just like the uh the likelihood of running into interesting situations like triples like you just like you're always moving right so you're always kind of in the past like if you're just sitting at home nothing
0: crazy interesting is to- gonna happen for the most part except where you live if you live where i am where there's just people yelling and screaming and going crazy because i live in welland and it's it's not the nicest of places but it's entertaining i'll give it that yeah (sighs) there's
1: yeah your your place is crazy when you drive around but i i don't know i think we're all kind of in some sort of artistic field, so we're 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 lucky that we we can observe different things.
2: And... It's fun to be a witness, yeah. Somebody Unless to...
0: it's like a crime or something crazy, might also like still be cool. It can be crime. fun. True. I, saw, I just
2: meant it could be traumatizing. On the way okay, over yes. here, I saw
0: somebody <laughs> just in a parking space for a handicap space in the middle of the parking lot, and they just drove forward over the sign, and the sign flattened under the vehicle. Oh my god! So I witnessed a crime, but it was funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they just kept going they didn't care
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> eh. um, somebody will fix the sign later that's true no
1: we we do get to witness and some of the best stories and some of the best like anecdotes that I have come from people that I've met and then sometimes you get lucky and some of the funniest stories or most interesting stories that I have are just from personal experiences it's very interesting like we talked about with my back surgeon that yeah. one degree of separation
2: right
0: so
1: yeah Thank you very much for coming. Oh my and Talking, we love talking to you. It's been Likewise. a good. Po- I
0: think this is probably ten times better than the last time we did it, just because we are more in tune with doing the whole we, podcast we, thing. We're
1: developing a style. It takes a little bit of time, and even though this was very casual, no, there is definitely you. a style. Sure. Last
0: week, I couldn't talk. Yes, we had, we had on Johnny Tischler, a candidate for mayor in the previous election, right? And I could not form sentences. What I was don't it? Do you think
1: I, you were tired or something? No. I I have absolutely no idea. Like I just I have no idea and this week was definitely better. So It's good. I'm glad. It's very scary when you can't talk and you don't right. know why you Do you can't think it had talk. to do with the fact
2: that he was a more like official person? No, cuz we had him on before. Okay. Yeah. At the when he was of the more time.
1: official because there was a chance he was going to be mayor. Right. <laughs> and there still
2: is cuz he's going to run
1: again. So I can't really say that, but but yeah. Thank you very much. Is there anything you want to promote any yeah, I mean, I don't you, you I wouldn't up... promote any gig in the next week,
2: but any gigs within the no, next yeah. month or so. Uh, I know you brought up my guitar. Shout out to uh, Randy Magorowski for making it. Okay, um, cool. Hi, dude. Randy. Yep, Randy from Winnipeg. Um, and local gigs, St. Catharines, May 11th with Fat Moth uh, at Odd Fellows Temple, which is on
0: James Street, um, beside the office. Be cool to check that out. I've never been to that venue. Me yeah, and are... it's
2: a do-it-yourself show, so like you know, hmm. it, it'll support the direct local music scene. It's not like a bar or anything. We're buying everything ourselves and doing it all. See, seeing what happens. Just setting our own vibe because it gives us the opportunity to kind of decorate the space and make it like our own thing. That's cool. Yeah, instead of just like you're walking into an already like an establishment or whatever, mm-hmm. that you can't overly control. Like we're gonna get our own lights and. Do our own sound, so
1: that sounds like if you really want the full Road Waves experience, yeah, you should go not? there
2: exactly. Yeah, hmm. and Fat Moths releasing, an, uh, I think a single and a music video that night, and we're playing with another band called the Boo Radley Project. Um, Boo Radley Project, yeah, check them out. Inspired they're from by Guelph. To Kill a Mockingbird, perhaps? yes, yes. yes yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're from Guelph. Um, what else? Yeah, it's just the tours coming up. I know we're playing in the soil in June.
0: Huh. Um, I tend to time. wind up there one way or another every year. Me too. I, I don't whether, even know what's happening, like, but build... I just I'm downtown. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. I know what
2: this is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I know. It's a great time. Um, yeah. And yeah, awesome. just follow Roadways. Just follow yeah Roadways. Instagram, Roadways.ca Facebook Facebook.com/roadwaysband yeah. Roadways band on Instagram. Roadways band on Twitter. All right. youtube all that stuff spotify, spotify. apple music apple music <laughs> so amazon
0: go. you can check us out at those places too. yeah yeah you can also We're find us
2: yeah, yeah. on it's, it's amazing the whole gang's there it all goes a long way all those follows and listens definitely it does it's weird to see who listens to what like I, I love absolutely it.
1: Although we don't do record-breaking numbers, it's interesting. No. I have no idea how people find us on Spotify or anything like Dude, that. Dude, there's
2: some random countries on like Spotify <laughs> that are just like, never heard how of did us? you hear about us? Yeah, like, but that's good because that's you great. should try it's to amazing. perform there. No, absolutely. That's the thing. We got three <laughs> what's, the, what's
1: the weirdest country?
2: What, what's the most lo- random one? I'd have to look at it because I honestly... Are you big in China? <laughs> there's, I could look right now. I, well, I mean, I'm very curious now. We'll
0: shut off the cameras. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll look. Anyways. Have a good night, everybody.
1: Have a good night. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna give myself another sink. Sometimes the mics go out of sync. Some are starting in the middle.